Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic Mom Designed, Catholic Kid Approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free coloring and activity sheets while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Catherine of Siena, whose feast is celebrated on April 29th. Catherine was born on March 21, 1347 in Siena, Italy. Her parents had 25 children total. Catherine was number 23 and had a twin sister. She had her first vision of Jesus around age 5 and by age 7 had decided to give her whole life to God. Her family didn't agree at first and wanted her to be married, but ultimately Catherine won them over and was allowed to become a Dominican tertiary, which means she was in the third order of Dominicans, still a layperson but allowed to wear the habit and participate in some of the works of the order. Catherine was noticed for her holy life and soon had a group of followers. She wrote many letters giving advice to many prominent people and even played a part in returning the Pope to Rome. She was an activist, mystic, and author, and is one of the few women doctors of the church. St. Catherine of Siena is the patron saint of illnesses, miscarriages, nurses, and against fire. Now it's time for our story. St. Catherine and her companions were staying in Pisa and visiting friends when Catherine became very unwell. (coughs) Her friends were taking care of her, but weren't sure how they could help her. She wasn't eating or drinking, so it'd be hard to give her any medicine. She was looking worse and worse, and her friends were getting very worried. So her friend Raymond, who was also her trusted confessor, went to find their host, Gerard Bunconti. The two men went outside and sat on the veranda, both very concerned, and they tried to think of some way they could help her. I just don't know what to do, Gerard, Raymond said. If only there was something that could help her from the outside. She says she feels too unwell to eat or drink anything. Such a shame too, he said, gesturing to the Italian countryside. So many great things to eat and drink in this country that could give her some strength back. Gerard nodded. Yes, it is a shame. Some of the finest medicinal wines come from this area. Raymond sadly nodded in agreement, but then suddenly perked up. Wine, he said excitedly. That's right, my friend. I remember hearing about a man from this very area that was so unwell he couldn't eat or drink a thing. But there was a wine, what was the name? Ah yes, a red wine called Vernaccia that they applied to his skin and it really helped him. Ah yes, Gerard was also excited now. That's a very good remedy. And I know one of our neighbors always has a cask of that wine in his cellar. I have no doubt he will give us a bottle to help Catherine. So Gerard sent one of the servants to the neighbor's house right away. When the servant arrived, he told the neighbor what was happening and asked if they could have some of the special wine for St. Catherine. The neighbor looked very distressed at the news that Catherine was sick and replied, My friend, I would happily give Gerard not only a bottle, but the whole cask to help Catherine. But it's been empty for over three months. I'm so sorry. Come and see for yourself. The neighbor ushered him in and the servant followed him down into the cellar. The servant could see from the top that the cask was empty, but just to emphasize his point on how dry the barrel was, the neighbor pulled out the peg at the bottom where the wine would normally be drawn. You see, it's emp- But before he could finish his sentence, wine began to pour out of the cask. 
My goodness, the man exclaimed, and quickly put the peg back in before more wine spilled on the floor. No one in the house could explain where the wine had come from. Everyone knew the cask had been empty for months. The servant, full of joy and excitement, brought back a bottle of the finest Vernaccia wine anyone had ever tasted. Raymond and Gerard used it on Catherine, and within a few days, she had recovered her strength. News of the miracle spread through the whole town, and by the time Catherine was feeling well enough to go into town a few days later, it seemed like it was the only thing anyone was talking about. This didn't sit well with Catherine. It was embarrassing. She didn't want to be the center of attention. And then, to make it even worse, some of the people started to tease her. Look, it's the woman that can miraculously fill a cask with the best wine, but she doesn't even drink wine herself. St. Catherine was very distraught and turned to God in prayer. Oh Lord, I didn't ask for that wine to appear, but now look, I'm the center of attention and have caused all this commotion and gossip in town. The people are acting foolishly because of that wine. I just want to live in peace, Lord. Please dry up the wine so I can have my peace back. Up until that point, the wine from the cask had just kept flowing, no matter how many people from the town had come to take some. But God heard Catherine's prayer, and the wine began to turn into thick, undrinkable sediment. Once that happened, the people stopped talking about the wine, embarrassed by how they had reacted to the miracle. St. Catherine was very grateful to God and was very happy to return to her normal life, the incident of the miraculous wine behind her. The story of St. Catherine reminds us that we are in a developing relationship with God. As our needs and prayers change, so too can he change his intercession to help us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!